0: Okay, brother, Duncan, we see that you are back in? Give us a moment. Uh. Recording. started. And, um, and you and I would talk Uh-oh. in the morning. Um, yeah, you and I would talk. I know you called me. I missed your call. We you, you and I were talking uh, in the morning. Yeah, so uh,
2: what, what is the show still on? Yeah,
0: we just uh, had uh, a technical difficulty real quick. I'm just waiting for the brothers to call back in.
2: Oh, okay. So is they hearing me on the program now or what?
0: Yeah, uh, but like I said, um, I'm waiting for them to call back in. So only me and you are on the line right now.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, The reason why I called you today was they uh, are Viacom. Viacom uh, Council terminate fired fire, Nick Cannon.
1: Yeah, but
2: talking speaking about back actual Hebrew Israelites, actual
1: Hebrew,
2: Somebody came on
1: the
2: show yeah. and said, "Yeah, yeah, uh-huh." And so I, I, I just, I mean, I don't understand how that's been I anti-Semitic by saying that. Just just saying what's... because no one real. wants
0: no one wants to hear no one wants to hear the truth of who we really are. But we'll talk about that uh, tomorrow because uh, you know the recording has already started on this particular one. So just hang in there. Um,
1: okay. I'm, I'm waiting okay, I'm for.
0: Okay. Yeah, okay. don't go nowhere though. Okay.
2: So I need to. Mm.
1: Okay, let's see.
0: He said he's back now.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, let's see. We got Kenneth Jennings back in. Okay, Ken, if you still there? Yep,
1: I'm
0: here. Okay, we're just waiting on Tomcat and Ace Spark uh to call in okay. also as well. Okay. And yeah, so what I what I was saying was, I mean, are we
3: okay to continue?
0: Well, give give us a minute. Let me let the host call back in. So okay. that they can Who? uh so that they can engage you, engage you in the conversation.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay, Aaron. I
0: see you. Yes. Um, the yes, only yes. one. I do, the
1: only
0: the only one I don't see is Tomcat. Now he says he's on, but maybe it would be better at this point if he just called in because um, I'm not seeing. I'm seeing everyone else but him. So you're on the line. We have two callers on the line, um, brother Ellington and brother Kenneth Jennings. And um, Tomcat said he'll just go ahead and call in. So. Yeah, now see
3: now I I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, w- I was in the same position he was on my phone. I called in and I and you said that uh you you could that I you know, you could only see two people that I was no one else was on the line, but I could hear everything you were saying. You're talking about uh Nick Cannon. I could hear everything. And so it made a, it right. looked like I wasn't there, but I was there. Just I'm just letting you know. So for future reference. So what I did was I hung up and redialed. I don't know if that'll help Tomcat yeah, maybe if maybe that's what he should do altogether. So yeah, and he said he heard all that too. Yeah. So what, what happened
0: was Tomcat was trying to get in on his computer. Um, right. But everybody else uh, are actually on the phone. So that's how um, I think that you guys are on right now because you're on on your phone. Right. So he said. Okay. So he said he's gonna call in. So he's on. There you go. No. So everybody's on now.
3: Okay. Great great
0: okay so go ahead and start back over at the top with your introduction let everybody know (laughs) what the question is and then you guys go ahead and do your thing
3: all right okay so you're listening to the arena talk here freedom radio on um hold on a second because it's not on facebook live i gotta get this together so you're listening to the arena talk Freedom Radio on four-time National Award-winning poet radio with Tom Cat and A.A. Ron Janowski. If you want to find Tomcat, you can find him on Twitter at Tomcat68. You want to find me on Twitter. You can find me at Swim for Life 1127. That's the word swim, the number four, the word Life 1127. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call, 605 562 444. That's 605 562 444. Extension 931 55 pound. Extension 931 55 pound. We'd love to hear from you. Be a part of the show. First time on poet radio we are proud to be without further ado let's bring into the show the co-host co-founder co-creator co-conspirator the man who made the kessel run in 12.5 parsecs mr tom Cat. you there tc hello anybody there hello (laughs) oh man yeah, um, this ain't going well at all. Can <laughs> you hear me? Tom Kett, is that you? No, this Ken Jennings right here. I'm sorry. Apologize. I'm, I'm looking for Tom Cat, the co-host of the show. He said he was on. I don't hear nobody. from. <laughs> I don't. I went through all of that. Um, yeah, we have mm-hmm. a lot. Of, I apologize, just, uh, Mr. Jennings. We...
0: Just go ahead, A-Spark, and call him on the three-way. That's all. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and call mm-hmm. him on the three-way and get him on.
1: All
0: right. all right. Um, Brother Tarani, are you that seven seven three three one four number?
3: I'm working I fire. fire. You
1: hear?
0: Okay, all right, I got you. So all right. All right, good. So we have um, three callers on the line. I'm going to go ahead and mute all three of you all. um, The host, you are on. So um, I guess you could do that wonderful introduction again and bring him on. Oh, yeah. I'm
3: I'm losing my energy here, man. Come on. (laughs) Right. Um, uh, You know, it's like, man, we haven't run into a lot of glitches. I I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Not accustomed accustomed to. uh... All right. Here we go. Um, you're listening to the Arena Talk Freedom Radio on four time National Award winning court radio with Tomcat and A. A. Ron Janoski. My name, my name is A.A. Ron. Um, if you want to find Tomcat on Twitter, you can find him at Tomcat68. That's Tomcat68. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at SwimForLife1127. That's the word swim, the number four, the word life, one we would love it if you picked up that phone and called the show. It's 605-562-0444. That's 605-562-0444. Hit extension 931-55-pound. 931-55-pound. For all of the Green Bay Packers fans, that number is six 60- zero. We're just joking, we like to play it slow Too slow But we want to welcome everybody into our inaugural show This is an event and we're proud to be here Proud to, proud to be a part of such a, a prestigious radio show Thank you for everybody for tuning in Today's topic, we normally have a bunch of topics But uh, we go through, uh, as we normally do, like a regular radio show um, Due to COVID, we are not in the studio We are obviously here on the phone But um uh, Tonight's topic right now, we're going to talk about defunding the police and what does that mean? Defunding the police and what does that mean? Also, one thing I'd like to get a lot of people's take on is there's been a movement in a negative way to hijack the term defund, defund the police and hijack the phrase Black Lives Matter and use it against the movement. And I would like to get your thoughts on that. You see it on several websites and several uh, racist rants from time to time trying to blame Black Lives Matter, associate them with anything that ails the black community. And it's something that really ticks me off as these people try to turn our own goodwill against us and, uh, and uh, the movement and progress that we've made over the last few months here. So again, defunding the police, what does that mean? People are, a lot of people are taking that in a negative sense. It's a, it's, I think it can be a very positive thing. And also taking those phrases like it did with Colin Kaepernick. Thank you, Tom Cap. Uh, with Colin Kaepernick and shifting and hijacking the message there and turning it against us and trying to make it something negative when it's actually something positive with Black Lives Matter and with um, defunding the police. So we'd love to hear from you. First caller, who we got on the line here? Uh, do we have a yeah, name?
1: Yes, the Um I, was, I wanted saw? to
3: respond to what you had said earlier. Um, about um, I, I think that was Cam in New York. Think you were talking about um, Cam New York? Where, where you where you were saying that they and they had an officers go new officers go door to door to introduce themselves to the community. I think that is huge because you you get the community to get a chance to see who's in their neighborhood, who's police in their neighborhood, to get friendly that with the, the, the people point. in the neighborhood. And I think that's something that's been lost right now. As far as with the officers in the neighborhood, don't nobody know who they are. I've been living in my neighborhood for over thirty years, and I don't know who one officer
1: is over here.
3: And and I think right. that's a good way to do it. I right. That was an ex.
4: That was an excellent idea. I mean, they mm-hmm. again they were they were doing it with the, with the new police officers fresh out of the academy. You know, first day on the job, they had them going door to door. It's it, it's a way of, of 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 endearing yourself with your public you showing them that you're human. You're showing them that, that you're not out there trying to get something. Hey, I'm just out there trying to do a job. My name is Mr. Trace, Officer Tracy. I'm just trying to mm-hmm. introduce myself to you so you can see who, who, who is one of the people that's protecting you and your neighborhood. And I, I think that was, that was an excellent idea. And, they again, their crime rates have gone down 42% in the last seven years. they mm-hmm. violent crime rate.
3: What community? This was, a, this,
4: this was in Camden, New Jersey.
3: Camden, New okay, Jersey. New Jersey. Okay, okay. Wow. Camden, New Jersey. I dig that. Had, yeah, I
4: like that a lot. They had special training, you know, letting mm-hmm. them know, hey, you know, force is the last option. You know, they're trying to de-escalate. You don't see that a lot, at least not in the black community. You don't see a lot of de-escalation. There's a lot of pumping up no, the chest don't. out. Hey, I'm, off, I'm the officer. Do what I say. And I think that this goes a long way. The changing relations between the police and the community.
3: No, I, I couldn't agree with you more, and I think there needs to be more, more building relationships than just that. I mean, that's that's one way to do it, right? But part of it is to, without without sacrificing safety, but also building that relationship between the law enforcement and and the community, letting them know, like you said, who they are. And so they feel more comfortable when they see Officer Tracy coming down the street. They know he's out to protect and serve, not out to agitate and escalate, right? So right. when you think about it like that, it has more of a meaning, and you, you don't feel as intimidated or, or scared. Because as a black man, and I'm sure you know, all of us are black, we, we have that same inert feeling when we get pulled over, like, is this going to be the moment? You know, is this going right. to be that time? Where it gets out of hand for me, because I'm sure I know I have Tomcat. I know you have been in a situation Absolutely. where they've got they escalated and agitated. So, you know, this it, it's a way for them to say, "Oh, I know, I know you, Tracy. I, you know, Officer Tracy. I know you, uh, Aaron. I know you. We, you know, we can talk. We, we it, it, it already it downplays and de-escalates the situation from there. So I think it calms it like,
4: immensely. And like the caller said, he's a caller said he's been living in his area for thirty years and he doesn't know one of them.
3: Wow! Wow!
4: I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not sure if he's in a big, large city. If he's in a large city like Chicago or whatever, but he's been, he doesn't know one of none of the police officers. That, yeah,
3: I, I live in Chicago. That's, that's... I'm I'm in the Roslyn. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm in the Roseland area, and like I said, I've been here okay. 30 years, and I don't know one officer. And I live down the street from to me station.
4: Wow! I don't know one okay. officer over here. I used to live in that area. I grew up in that area, actually. Kenneth, I, I grew up in the same area in Roslyn, uh, near 170 170th. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, I knew the area well. Wow. Right, I'm, on the, I'm on the 111th King Drive. Like I said, it, you, I turned the corner on 111 and go about four or five blocks from right there police station. And I, the only Correct. time I seen a police officer that I knew, it was a friend of mine, and he was over here in this area, I guess, uh, working this area for a couple of days, and they needed, uh, I guess they probably had a couple of people that called off. And he don't work in this area all the time. So, that was the only time I seen one that I knew. Other than that, 30 years and not one officer that's ridiculous and i'm yeah, in the community that's what i do i i i speak in the community i i'm out here in the community trying to help out and try to make things better with different different organizations and that's what we do we, we work in the community and how do i not know officers yeah wow, yeah, that's that, yeah that's that's crazy <laughs> that's yeah, how do you not, how you not, not, not know the officers and you're working within the community and helping the community? You would think there'd be some kind of a rapport at, at the very least with community leaders, right?
1: Right. You, you, would, you would think, think that big. they would try to
3: reach yeah. out to us and we have tried to reach out to them, but yeah, it, it, you yeah. know, it's not reciprocated. We've tried to reach yeah. out to them before and try to involve them in some of the things that was going on, but they don't do the same thing to us. Even like with, um the Juneteenth, we were trying to go into the park to have a celebration for that. They blocked us from going to the park, period. And they set a car right there in the entrance that we was trying to go through, go to. They set a, they set a car there for six hours to make sure we didn't get into the park. Wow. Now, it couldn't have been something else that officers could have been doing instead of sitting right there for six hours to watch us. Right, making how much? Making how much per hour? You know what I'm saying? It's just. That's what I mean, and this, this is what we're talking about when we're talking about defunding the police. It's reallocating the money to better resources. Maybe it's better programs that will engage the community and engage the community leaders. That's what I would do. I would start with the community leaders, the people that are already in the grassroots area within that community making a difference, and then you, you, you filter that through them. What's the next step? You, you follow their lead, and then you go from there. You know, I mean, I just, it's not hard right? It's not hard. And then everybody gets to learn and be a lot more comfortable. Then you know, hey, you see Johnny doing something, that's what we're doing. Now, look, man, I know your mom. You, Johnny, you better stop messing up. You know, you, don't, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that. I'm not going to handle it the way, you know, in a, in a rough manner this time, but I'm going to tell your mom, you better get home and take care of your business. So, I mean, it takes a community, it takes a, it takes a, a village, as they say, and that's one way that might you know, lessening the aggressiveness certainly it would take some of the aggressiveness away, and the agitation and the escalation out of the, the police officers and how they address the community. I think it's a great idea, and it's it's something that needs to be done more of. And we—that's what we mean by reallocating, or excuse me, defunding the police by using the funds for something that's positive and that uplifts the, the community.
4: Well, not well, not only that. Uh, Keith, uh, I'm sorry, Kid, could, could you hang on the line for a moment?
3: Yeah, we're going yes, to take the next call
4: right now. <laughs> okay, we're going to take the next call real quick uh, from 773-314. Hello, caller? Yes. Yes, sir, how are you doing? This is Tom in A.A. round What's your name, sir?
5: uh you talking to me correctly when I'm on?
4: Yes, sir. You're on, sir.
5: Okay, I'm, just, you know, I'm uh, Tarani Elakaya, Yehuda Ben Yassir, i the Elder of Zion Urban Outreach Ministries located in Chicago, Illinois, where we live our lives, Messiah-centered, family-focused, and kingdom-driven.
3: Fantastic. Uh, we're talking about defunding the police, and we're talking about getting the, the police involved in the community. Also, um, how that has been, that terminology, just in and of itself, has been used against the black community. By some of these other these non-PLC uh, 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 leaders and trying to turn it against us and act as if we don't want the police at all, when, when in fact that's not the case.
5: Well, I'm kind of mixed emotion on that, and the reason why I'm mixed emotion on that because of extensive knowledge of history mm-hmm. and also being okay. fully awakened to what's really going on behind the scenes. So it is very hard for me to to be politically and socially correct on that note. And the reason why I say that is because, one, I do believe in defunding the police, but I believe that if we're going to physically, mentally, spiritually, and financially take over our own neighborhoods and do our own policing and our own training our own education. Now, and the reason why I say that is because, for one, I believe in being set apart from the social society. All right, I understand what's going on out here. Um, A lot of our people are extremely uneducated, all right? Good example. How many people out here that know the difference between a birth certificate and a certificate of live birth? Not many. Mm
1: -hmm.
5: All right? Mm -hmm. Just right there is the separation or the difference between a free man and slavery. A lot of us don't even know that. We're pretty much in modern day slavery and ignorant to itself. So on that note, it makes it very hard for me to pick a side because either way I look, I see negativity. If I say deform the police department, then if we're not able to do our own policing, that's a trap. If I say no, not defund the, the police department, well, the police are out here killing us. Right, Right. and to say say that you know to build a relationship with the police I don't want to build a relationship don't get me wrong I'm not saying all police are wrong all police are bad but the problem I have for the few good police how many are standing up to the bad police so it makes the whole system itself in policing you have to understand what police mean protecting policy that's where the word police come from Okay. So what policies are they protecting? Is it the policies in the interest of the people of, or of the agenda of the powers that be? I'm just saying. These are right. the two questions that we have to ask ourselves.
1: So so if the
3: policy changed would with, with the policy? culture of so, so um, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. If the policy that the police are, are protecting if that if the culture of the police itself changed, would that did have a, a direct reflect on its relationship with the community, and therefore that would change for the better too is, you know what I'm saying would that have a, would that open an opportunity to have a relationship with the community if they change the culture within the police itself so to what I, what i'm what I'm concerned about and I, and i'm trying to I'm trying to hear what you're saying because I think you make, you're making a great point is that there is a a, a continued consistent culture from the police community in and of itself to protect itself. So, Correct. right. So we have an old guard, we have an old guard mentality that we have to root out and we have to change. Now, what we're seeing, and I, what we're seeing is the resistance for that change, just even by the words defund the police, that, is, that phrase in and of itself is is causing a lot of angst among the police themselves because they don't want change, especially these people who have it the way that they want it. This old guard, maybe some of them are afraid of what might come out. I don't know. But if we can change the culture within the police this is, community,
5: this, this, then maybe this is we can change the, thing.
3: the culture with the, with the community.
5: Well, this is the thing, right? If we're going to change the culture, we need to see more melanated faces. And please understand, I do not use the word black because I'm not a crayon. I understand who I am. All right. So, us of melanated people, if I could see more melanated righteousness within the police force, because this is the thing. I live on the south side of Chicago. I live in Inglewood. But my problem that I have, eighty-five percent of the police that's in our neighborhoods are Caucasians. All right. Yes. And I see a handful of. Melanated police officers. So where do I see the change? I don't see a change. I don't see mm-hmm. a change in policy. What I see is a lot of propaganda.
1: Right. All right? Excuse
5: my French, but propaganda to me is what they call chewed up grass that comes out of a cow's mm, back into the grass before right. the last more grass. More recycled shit. Please excuse my language. I mean dung. But anyway, right. um, at the end of the day, what I'm seeing is fake all right. What I'm seeing is a desperate need, and and mind you, right, I'm not here to argue about who has the best slave master. All right. But what I'm seeing is the Democratic Party in desperate need to remove the Repub- Republicans out of office. Now, mind you, right, just three years ago, two years ago, Black lives didn't matter. All lives matter. Now all of a sudden, all the Democrats is jumping on the Black Lives Matter bandwagon because Black Lives Matter is lobbying and also funding the Democratic parties. I'm just saying we have to right. understand, we have to look behind the scenes and, and and stop trying to be politically and socially correct and to keep it real. Right. All right. Yeah. I, I, see, I'm I'm educated to know that you know when Black Lives Matter started probably started with a good intent, but when with you what? look at who, when you look at Who's funding Black Lives Matter? That's where my problem comes in at. because those that's funding Black Lives Matter are white supremacists. And Black Lives Matter is also supporting the Democratic Party, which the Democrats haven't did nothing for us. The Republicans haven't did nothing for us. It's time for us to do for ourselves. It's time for us to actually educate ourselves and build our own foundation. When you Mm say a cultural change, policy change. Policy is not going to change until the culture change. The culture is not going to change until the culture is educated of self. Man. We can stop
1: wrong We,
3: we,
5: we, we okay. need to stop tap dancing uh, uh, you know, dancing and and, and, and and playing, excuse the way I put it, Uncle Tom, to plays right. to get something that we want. All right, right. I'm gonna tell you, man. All right, once again, how many people know that when you're born and you sign a birth certificate, you're pretty much signing your child into slavery? Mm. How many are people actually know that there's a difference between a birth certificate and a certificate of live birth, which is one is a natural blood man, the other one is a straw man. That is a figment of their imagination, or should I say a figment of our imagination, which they feed as a fallacy. Because we're not understanding the difference in the English language, with, with the difference between fallacies, regalies, and English. Right. We, we are in a desperate need of true education and a true awakening of self, because we are that sleeping giant, all right? We are those... Are the true teachers of the world, but how right. can we teach
1: the world
5: when we are walling around and in, in consent in our own ignorance?
1: Absolutely,
3: you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna. We have some strong, strong, great ideas, and we're gonna put you on hold for just a little minute. We're gonna get back to you because I want you to finish that thought, man. I, I, I'm right there with you. Um, we we see a lot of the. See things a lot of the same way. Um, I think it's beautiful a lot of what you're saying. And um, right now, we uh, also too. I want to remind everybody you to to the Arena Talk Freedom. Excuse me, the Arena Talk Freedom Radio here on four-time National Award-winning poet radio with Tom Cadeney and a. A. Ron Janowski. Again, uh, that phone number 605 six zero five five six two zero four four four. That's 605-562-0444, extension nine three one five five. We have it on the line. We're going to go to uh, number uh, extension uh, 773-808. And I believe uh, Bro Tony is on the line.
2: Is Please take
3: your name David, where are you from?
2: You oh. said yes, uh, uh,
3: 773-808? Yes, sir.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was a lot said with the uh, brother just got off the line was uh, talking about And uh, the thing that comes to my mind is the education part that he's mentioned. Uh, Mm -hmm. The thing is, is that education brings knowledge, and knowledge uh, creates wisdom. And wisdom is a strategy for change. But the thing is, uh, I believe a lot of people don't know, like he was talking about the birth certificate thing, which I, I don't do too much understand, but I believe the brother has knowledge of that. But there's a lot of things in the policies of the public school system that doesn't allow our public black children, urban children, to know. And I don't know what the structure is, but that's the ground floor that's already there and already open, that they would not even allow certain education of history, and of even the regulations of of, uh, of uh, the system that's going on today but it's kids to have awareness of, of what's happening and what they need to know to change their environment or even have a, mm-hmm. uh, what would I say, a a uh, value of their own lives or a value of their own power mm-hmm. of input to change the life and the environment they live in. The other thing I like to say is, you could see dynamically the difference. They talk about Chicago and the and the in the violence among black communities, and you know they even made a movie called uh, uh, called Iraq. You know, Chicago is the the Iraq of uh, the, the nation, and uh, the thing is, it's not just what we're subject to is what is controlled by what we're subject to. Because you could go on the north side. You could go on the different areas where the uh, class system out the people of higher uh, economical means have their own security as well as the police that protects them, have their own uh, uh, regulated uh, cultural or community environment to keep a peaceful environment in their neighborhood. Then another thing that is strange to me, while all these foreign immigrant groups to come into our neighborhood, peacefully and set up shop and businesses and take our money and then go home and not even worried about the neighborhood that's supposed to be so violent and so uh, full of, uh, of, of, of violence. Because they're not even worried about their situation being attacked they they walk home peacefully they leave home peacefully leave their businesses peacefully and more or less not even worried about the danger of the uh people in which we give them our money to maintain their business
3: God man you said a lot I we mean, know was a lot of great points um and and, I, and i'll tell you man um I'm all for one for for building up our black culture, man, and, and I think I think you're gonna see some stuff coming up. I don't wanna say anything. Uh black and I are working on some stuff together, uh coming up here in the near future. And it's we, I'm all for like my focus is on building up our black culture and part of that is is identifying recognizing and giving our, our money back to black businesses, right? Now, that's not the only way to do it, but that is certainly one of the steps that we've got to do is recognize that we've got to, first of all, we've got to stop the killing. We've got to stop killing each other. That is a major factor there. And we've got to, we've got to invest in each other. Once we recognize our value, see, what we did was, and I'm, I'm not going to go too long into it, but we fell into the trap. We fell into their trap. That's what we did. We fell directly into the trap that they set for us. And now we're playing right into their hands and they're laughing at us on Capitol Hill. They're laughing at us in the white house. They're laughing at us in these boardrooms because they got us exactly where they want us. Not only do they have us killing each other, they have us spending our money other, other places. They have us, having our children go to other places. So we've got to correct that. We've got to have a cultural intervention, and we've got to recognize that we come from the cloth of kings and queens. And once we understand our value, we can understand our importance that so we can work together and realize that we're here, that if Englewood bleed, bleeds, Maywood bleeds. If Maywood bleeds, then Cali bleeds. We all bleed wherever the black culture is. And once we 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 got we've got to have that value, and that understanding. I think the, the the gentleman before you, when you stated it too, talked about education, and and working together. Um, Topcat, you got some some follow up to that?
4: Uh, no, I um I absolutely concur. It's um they um they kind of got us fighting fighting with each other, and I I agree that you're absolutely correct. They they sit there. The fact, are sitting there in Washington and everywhere else, just, just sitting back, laughing. It's it, it's kind of been a, a formula that uh, that America has, has used for quite some time now to like 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 wind us up and, and watch us run into each other, and then they sit back and laugh at everything that we're doing. And they they, they practice this and they've been doing it for centuries, and it's and it's working true form right now. We, we we have to like you said before we we gotta stop hurting each other. We get, we just gotta you know, we're letting them we're doing their work for them and that's that's what we really don't wanna do. Um, right now, Carl, uh thanks uh, for your for your, your call. We're gonna go back to Kenneth right now and they're gonna get back to some, some conversation between Aaron and myself. Kenneth, are you there? Hello,
3: Kenneth, are you there? Seven seven three seven five nine. Are you still on the line?
1: Yes, I'm here. Hello. You,
3: like, you have you have some other thoughts? You want to finish your thoughts? We'd love to hear them. Um, I mean, I'm listening to what everybody said. I think everybody is, is is making some great comments. Um, I think what what has to a big part of it has to be done. We have to educate the people. I mean, what defunding be be really means. You know, we have some people out here that's just a little bit ignorant to the fact of what, what it actually means. So in order for them to do it, we need to push them to educate them what it is. And then you have some people that are just be ignorant because they want to be ignorant, act like they don't know what it is, but they can have an opposite view to what, what it's really about and try to cause confusion. So I think a big part of that is when we start talking about defunding, we have to educate them at the same time so they understand what it is. So, it's not that negative, the negative part
4: that, comes, that most people try to put on it. And I think that would be a better way for people to understand what it is and they could understand why it needs to be done instead of trying to fight against it.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. You know what? And, and I'll tell you why, why I brought up the whole, the whole notion of them taking our phrases and trying to use it against them. This one, uh, I saw a video of a guy. A white guy in 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 a uh, uh, I think it was Atlanta in one of the Atlanta neighborhoods and one of the ghettos and it, and he was interviewing the people there and he's talking about fund the police and he had a very negative connotation to it and he went up to the, the the people in the in the neighborhood and said and asked them Do you want to defund the police? Are you for it? And do you want to get rid of the police? Is that what you want to do? Do you want to get rid of the police? So he gave them the definition or his definition of what defunding the police means. Nobody in their right mind wants to eliminate law enforcement that protects people's civil rights. Now, you want to reform it? You want to reallocate funding? You want to make sure that they have the proper training for de-escalating certain situations? Absolutely. That's what we want to do. That's what we need to do. Get someone get rid of some of the old guard. You want to infuse them, as the gentleman said, with melatonin officers that represent the neighborhood. Absolutely, that's what we're talking about. Nobody's sitting there talking about let the neighborhood be free for all without law enforcement. But that's what they imply, and that's what they want to do. They take the term, like Tomcat mentioned. They take the term, like they did with, um, with um, Kaepernick. Kaepernick, thank you. And they hijack the narrative, twist it around, and they they try to use it against us. to change it to something that it's not. And this is what we see on a regular basis. It actually is the playbook of some of these racist folks. And I get tired of seeing it. So uh, we're going to go back to uh, 773-314, Mr. Bro Tony. Once again, you're listening to the Arena Talk here on four-time national award-winning Poet Radio for a few more minutes. With Tom Catton, A. A. Ron Janowski, Arena Talks Freedom Radio. Again, uh, 773-314, you're back in the line. We'd love to hear your thoughts.
5: Well, my thoughts is, to be honest with you, we need to keep it real, all right? We need to bring morality back in our communities. Mm. Uh, the whole defunding of the police department, once again, we need law and order. But we don't have it anyway. So if we're going to fund a police department, how about we fund a police department that's using officers that's from the neighborhoods that they're supposed to be policing? Mm. This is the problem. Chicago is what, back in the day, we used to call it Chicago, Chocolate City. All right? Right. The biggest size of Chicago are majority melanated people. But Eighty-five percent of its police force are Caucasian. Most of these police officers live in the city limits. They live in the suburbs. They get hired to come and police our melanated communities. I have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. And then all this marching and, 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 you know, no justice, no peace, man, it didn't work in the 60s with King. And it's still in the hell not working now, all right? If we're going to fight for something, we need to fight for them to relieve the duties of these Caucasian police officers in our communities. They shouldn't even be in our communities, all right? Because a lot of our police officers are sure in the hell not in their in their community, okay?
1: Okay,
4: but let me ask you a question. Are you saying that you're necessarily, that you're against, the marching or protesting, and it, I mean, is that what? I'm you're, not, I mean, I don't want to
5: bore your mouth. I'm not against protesting. What I'm against is doing something that don't work. The worst thing, man, that ever happened, and this, and this is my personal opinion. All right, the worst thing that ever okay. happened uh, to our community is when we integrated. Before we integrated in the '60s, the civil rights brothers, we least like we had our own businesses. We spend, we are, what's that, $5 billion of this country's economics, and we own nothing.
4: Hmm. What do we own? Okay. We, we, we Is there we anything in, in particular that, that you could suggest, uh, Tony, that we could do differently or something that, that you might um, think that you could have? Now, I know you mentioned before about the, the representation of policemen in our in our in our areas and that that should not be the number that you gave before. Uh, so but besides that, is there anything else that you could suggest that perhaps we could to start a place we could start?
5: Yeah, some of the things that we could do to start man. All right, good example, right? Why well, the majority of the so called I hate to say it, but black churches <clears throat> that have five one C threes? All right. Which, when you go into the the white churches, they have 508 P1A, which are unincorporated church trends, The the state trust. That's the difference. See, the court.
4: I'm sorry. sorry. Say that again. I couldn't hear you. Can you repeat that, please? Okay, of
5: so-called black churches have 501c3s, pretty much yes, a sir. lot of us are owned by our colonizers and controlled mentally and physically by our colonizers because a lot of us are being bred to be consumers. A good example, in the public school system, how many of our children are being taught to be entrepreneurs? No, most of our children are being taught to go get careers and be good slaves. I'm gonna be honest mm-hmm.
1: with
5: you. Okay, once again, I'm not I'm not trying to be politically and socially correct. I'm gonna tell the truth. Right. Okay. Um now when you go into the European churches, they don't have 501 C3s. All right. They LLC is completely different. Their LLC, they LLC E-I-N up starts with a 98. That's foreign. Right. All right. They have a 508 C1A, which is a Unincorporated church assembly the state, so they're, they're trust. That means they they control their own constitution, they own bylaws. All right, but when you go get a 501c3, you're being dictated to by the government. So there's a lot of things once again that our people just don't understand. Our people don't know, and that's what I mean. When we we need a change of education in our communities, we need a, we need well, to teach our children to not be dependent on the same people that have kept us <laughs> pretty much in mental, physical, financial slavery since we've been here. And we keep well, talking right about there, we so want to
4: That was something that I didn't, I, know. I didn't realize. That, that, I didn't realize that they had different uh, designations for the suburban churches. as uh, so I'm judging for the oh, white yeah. churches as opposed to the black churches. That's something that you, you just educated me on that right there.
5: Well, I'm going to tell you, I have tons of information that I would love to share. My um, um, guys can um, bring us together, and I can lay some things down that would really shock you. You know, like, once again, um, like this whole, like, our people don't know the difference between reality and propaganda. <coughs> okay. And Let me explain you, to you what I you mean. By that. Okay. Now, this is the fallacy that we're, that we're looking at, not knowing that it's a fallacy. What is a fallacy? All right? It's using a little bit of truth to feed you, excuse my language, a BS reality. Okay? Good example, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter started with a pure, sincere um, goal. To stop police violence. Now, what I'm seeing is Black Lives Matter becoming political. Um, also, what I'm seeing is the promotion of homosexuality. All right, why all the leaders and those that control and run Black Lives Matter is really being controlled by the lesbian gay community. All you know, its that's a, directed.
4: That's a really good. That's a real good question, yeah. Tyrone. I'm I'm sorry, but we're about to run out of time now. But we want to ask that you would please don't be a stranger to the show. Uh, we're <laughs> really about to run out of time for the evening. We, we we thank you for calling in and for all of your comments. <laughs> Again, please don't be a stranger. Call us back next week, okay?
5: All right, no problem.
4: All right, thank you, sir. Have a good night.
5: You too.
3: All right, is there? A, we I think we got another caller. We're going to do our last 60 seconds. Um, um, let um, everyone the last so. final thoughts in. I'm sorry. I,
4: I don't think so. I think that it's time for final
3: thoughts. Yeah, we have we have time for final thoughts. Should we have anybody else on the line that uh, that would like to have a final thought here? So we had. Um, yes. Uh, we had... I have like have a final thoughts. All right. Uh, okay. you kidding.
2: Yeah. The uh, the brother that was just on, he said a my, uh, a whole lot. So the thing is, is that. Uh, how can I say this real quick? The real thing is, is unity and teamwork. We all have things to learn. We all have things that we know and need to share with others. And we get serious about the strategy of forming the best team
1: with the
2: best talents and wisdoms that we have to change the narrative and change the environment and change the uh shackled environment that we suffer as black people in america uh another thing is uh, certain things may not be at the moment uh the real game
1: changer
2: in a total way but then everything moves us towards a goal and one thing that is mentioned is like the defunding of police and understanding the real cause the reason for that, we have to get that out there. Also, with having more uh,
1: maledicted
2: police officers in our maledicted neighborhoods, that's a good idea. But we also have to understand that there's a blue lives policy where we have to get the fear out of the good policemen seeking up for the right. Protection and justice within their group, not to be abuse, abusive with their authority, and not be fearful of coming forth when other yeah, officers are using their authority. Thank you so much, and we ask that you uh, please again. Don't that's be um,
0: that's that, that's brother me. Ellington brothers. That's um, brother
3: I'm, Ellington
0: uh, who I'm just.
1: Okay. Uh huh. Excellent,
3: and we got a uh, another brother Tooney.
0: Brother, you know brother Kenneth, brother at? Kenneth would be brother Kenneth yeah, will I'm, be next to speak to get six, 60 seconds, brother, sixty seconds.
3: Okay. Well, I uh, will. My thing is, what I was saying, you know, we need to stop waiting for this one great leader to come about and lead us. Wait for the next Dr. King or Malcolm X. We need to get a group of our people. We need to come together, not try to sit at the table, but build our own table. We come <laughs> to at the table, and we collectively educate one another. You know, everybody has good ideas, but everybody's spreading it out. We need to all come right. together as one, sit at the table, and get understanding and educate each other on what we're trying to do and how we're trying to do it. And then we go out, and we, each person that has that comes to their table, they go to their people and they educate them on what they have learned, and then we go out and stroll, and stroll together in that individually. That's all. Awesome. Beautiful. Beautiful, good point. Great points, great points. Taranto's up next, sixty seconds, please keep it under sixty seconds.
0: Okay, brother Toronto. Tarani, you're up next, sixty seconds, my brother.
5: Uh, I have to say is that. We need more education. We need unity. When we can sit down as a community and come with a game plan, then we will see change. The word says, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and repent, that he will hear from heaven and restore our land. Amen. We come together, we need not do anything else. Amen. Amen, brother. Beautiful. Beautiful. All
3: right, Tom, Ken, I think you're up next. Any uh, last words here for the show? First show on Toad Radio. Yes. First of all, I want to thank everybody
4: for calling in, everybody for tuning in. I want to thank uh, our excellent producer Behind the Scenes, Mr. Um, Blackbear. He did a phenomenal job like, keeping us on track. And what I want to say is if we do need to unify, and we do need to stop killing each other. We come from a long line of kings and queens. I know that's a, that's a... That's a a famous line to use, but we, we come from a long line of people who had pride, people who were respectable, and we need to get back to being respectable and the, and the moral people that we had in the 60s and the 70s.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. All right, I want to remind everybody that you can find us here every Wednesday at, at 845. Before I get into my thing, every Wednesday at 845 on the four-time national award-winning Poet Radio, um, again, that phone number, 605-562-0444, extension nine three one five five pound. pounds um, the, the words that I want to say is I want to keep in mind, when I think about our black culture and our black history, I think about what our, what our, what the, um, our the slaves went through. When I think about what they endured for 400 years, that they were hung, they were whipped, they were raped, that they marched uh, and worked themselves to the bone. And they endured so much, and that's what I'm trying to get to. They endured so much for what? I've been reading slave poems. I'm hearing about these mothers who look down at their brand new babies with tears and anxiety because they know they don't own them. They don't get to keep them, that the slave master with the highest coin gets to keep them. But they endured for what? So that we could be here now. We're at a moment where we have to recognize that it's up to us to change the direction of our culture. We owe them something because they sacrificed so much. And we have to keep that in mind and remember the ghosts of the past that sacrificed so much to get us to this point. And now we have to realize that we, we fell into the trap. But again, we are kings and queens and we have the intelligence and certainly the capabilities to turn that trap against them and make it work for our benefit. Let's keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, you've been listening to the Arena Talk Freedom Radio on four-time national award-winning poet radio. For Tomcat. my name is Ron Janowski. Thank you to all the wonderful callers. Thank you to Black Ice and everyone tuning in. We love you. Peace. We'll catch you next week. We out.